Hi, this is Scott Snibby, host of A Skeptic's Path to Enlightenment. My new book, How to Train a Happy Mind, shares the accessible approach to Buddhism familiar to podcast listeners. It features a foreword by His Holiness the Dalai Lama, and you can order it right now in print, ebook, or audiobook just about anywhere you buy books. In May, I'm doing two special events in New York City, one with musician and artist Laurie Anderson, and another with DJ Spooky. Both events can also be streamed online. Go to our website at skepticspath.org for more details on the book and tour. The basic idea, what we are trying to do, is to develop the ability to be conscious, to be aware. Because so often when we are thinking or feeling or speaking or whatever activities we are undertaking, we are not present. We are just caught up in all all our thoughts and we're not even aware we're thinking. So the practice is simply twofold to gradually allow the background noise or wild thoughts to begin to calm down a bit and at the same time to develop the ability to be aware, to be mindful. Mindful means just to know what's going on when it's going on without commenting on it. So the easiest way is to start with the breath because we are all breathing. And normally when we're breathing, we are not conscious that we're breathing. So now we are simply going to bring the awareness to the breath, especially the out breath, and then allow it to come back in and then out again without straining it, without keeping the mind very relaxed, very spacious. And all the thoughts going on in the background It's like if one were in a room where, say, the television is on, but we are reading a book or working on the computer. So although we are not turning the television off, it's there in the background, but our attention is not on the television. Our attention is on whatever is our task in front of us. So our attention here is on the breath and the thoughts are going on in the background. We're not trying to stop the thoughts. We're just not giving them any attention. And if we get caught up in the thoughts again, as soon as we recognize that, no problem. We just bring the attention back to the breath. So it's very, very simple. And it's very important not to be tense or tight. Just leave the mind feeling very, very open, spacious, relaxed, but aware. And this is the essence of the practice. You know, later you go to, you know, giving attention to the thoughts, giving attention to inner phenomena, etc. But the crux of it is the ability to be attentive to what we want to be attentive to. And here that is just 
very simply the breath. We also can use, I'm not guiding the meditation. This is why I'm telling us now what to do. So even during the day, if we are walking, we can just be aware that we are walking. When we're sitting, we can be aware we're sitting. If we're agitated, we can again bring the focus back to the breast. The breast and the mind are very interconnected. And when the breath is smooth, then the mind also begins to calm down. If we're excited, the breath becomes agitated. If we're fearful, the breath changes. The mind and the breath are very interconnected. They say like the, the rider and the horse. So as our attention gets more settled, the breath also will begin to get more settled. It's such a simple practice, but the Buddha used it in order to become enlightened. It's a very simple practice, but at the same time, it is a very profound practice. And we shouldn't think it's, it's not important because if the Buddha used it in order himself as his main meditation practice, I think that shows how deep and significant it really is. And it's so simple for everybody because we're all breathing. So maybe we just sit for five minutes and just, just make the back straight, but not tight. It doesn't matter if one's sitting on the floor, if one's feet, keep the feet so that they're, uh, on, on the floor or on the, on the cushion. Eyes open, eyes closed, doesn't matter. Keep the shoulders relaxed and then just breathe and know we're breathing. Let's do it.
So how to become the master rather than the slave of our minds, isn't it? And how to open up the heart to unconditional love for all beings. How wonderful. We have the potential within us, isn't it? 